All right, we here, we live, we minus one. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Where the hell is Dizzle? Dizzle, hey, you know, it's birthday. Birthdays could mean birthday, birthday, birthday weekend, birthday week, birthday month. So you don't never know how somebody going to celebrate, especially with this Rona. So we're giving Dizzle a little slight pass on the on the no call, no show. So. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. How was your week, bro? Man, it was busy, man. I really had a busy week. I kind of wrapped up my 2020 uh, Rona uh, revised wedding schedule. Um, I had weddings Friday and Saturday. So uh, getting ready for that all week. On top of that, the bombshell. I, man, I feel so bad for, for, for my team at work and my edible arrangements crew. 2665 South Dixie Drive in Kettering, place your orders. But we uh, had a busy week with Bosses Week, with Sweetest Day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I'm booking weddings, they understand the relationship I have with the owners. They understand that this is my livelihood. This is what I do. They'll never step up, step and get in the way of that. But it just so happens a lot of the days that I celebrated in their business are celebrated in my business. So right. people, People map out that Sweetest Day date. I want to get married on Sweetest Day. I want to get married on Valentine's Day. I want to get married Mother's Day. My mom meant the world to me. I want to do it on that week, you know, whatever. So with my knee injury for Mother's Day and then booked up all weekend, I had the weekend off from there this weekend. They had a humongous weekend. So shout outs to the crew at Edible. Did about 100 orders for Bosses Day, which is about double what they did last year. So that's amazing for just to show what kind of owners we got and how they push this business. Yeah. And then uh, Sweetest Day one was pretty deep too. So they had a busy weekend. I wasn't there. I'm doing weddings. So we had, <laughs> you know, had to shout them out real quick. But yeah, I had to, you know, work work all week, get ready for that for for them for the work week, and then flip the switch and get ready for weddings. So it was that. So how was your week, man? I really wish Dizzle was here to hear this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy went outside. Hey, I, I was outside. I just... on that. <laughs> hey, man, 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 man. <laughs> damn. So, so we hold on. When you say outside, yeah, I need to hear this. <laughs> what you do outside? I was outside, son. I'm not talking like outside going for a walk. I'm not talking about outside going for a bike ride. I'm not talking about outside doing yard work. Your boy was out. In the streets, amongst mingling, people, mingling. mingling, having fun, quote unquote, because my anxiety was high, but I still okay. have fun. So last week, shouts out to my brother, RDP, a.k.a. Boo That Man. Yeah. You know, he's been one of the main people on my back about like, look, man, I know the Rona going on, man, but you can't literally be in the house from March till this shit is over. I was like, dude, I've been out. I, I, went, I went to go home to go see my mom twice. Right. I was out. Uh, I came to uh, my godson a couple of his football games. Uh, that's outside. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I went for a couple bike rides. I go for walks. I, uh, I worked out with y'all at the stadium a little bit this summer. So I was like, I was out. Like, no, bro. I'm talking like out. Like, mask up. Let's go. So. Our wives basically set it up that we're gonna go to Top Golf on Friday. Nice. So I get off the air about six o'clock. No, not even six o'clock. Get off on air about five thirty. Come home. 
freshen up a little bit, put on some real clothes, you know, right. got, a, got a chance to pop some tags on some clothes that I didn't have for months, but I ain't been able to wear, you know what I'm saying, right. some, some <laughs> shoes, some matter of fact, hold on, you know I mean? even though this ain't, you know, this version hey, I of get party, to see. Yeah. I get to see. Yeah, 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 hold on. The, the plethora hey, of shoes in the background. I broke out, you know what I'm saying, broke out these jumps. Okay, okay. I don't know what they are, but, I, but I've seen them before. <laughs> well, these are the uh, Yeezys right here. Broke That's, out what the Yeezys. That's what I Broke thought. Broke out the Zebra Yeezys. I done had these for about a... Damn. I got these back in like... Damn. I got these in March. <laughs> so I ain't worn them because I ain't want nowhere to go. Right. So got them by March, so I got a chance to break them out. So we went down to Top Golf and everything like that. So earlier in the week, we were trying to you know, book a bay or whatever. I was like, yo, we probably need to book a bay. And it was like, they charge you a fee to book a bay. Right. I was like, well, hold on. Do they charge you a fee? And did you have to pay the actual hour, hour and a half that you play in the game too? Right. Or does it roll right. over? So we couldn't get those answers online. So we tried to call. Like, we were literally on hold ringing on Wednesday for an entire movie. <laughs> Yeah, we watched Man. we watched the movie on Netflix on Wednesday, and that shit oh. was just boo doo doo doo. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not about to give y'all twenty five dollars for nothing. I just want to make right. sure. Right. So Thursday comes, it says no more uh, reserving bays are available. Just come on down. I'm like, here we go to bullshit. I knew it. I knew it was gonna be some bullshit, but it ultimately turned out to be okay. So we get down there on Friday. About 8 o'clock, we made a little pit stop at uh, Liberty Grab something. So we get there at 8. They're like, yeah, it's about an hour and a half wait. And I'm like, really? <laughs> hour and a half wait? But shit. They was like, you can go over to the bar until one comes available or whatever, whatever. So boo that man uh, and his wife get there. A lot of there. people. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> so I, 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 I had like two beers around people. I ate some pizza around people. And then, more importantly, we played some top golf, had a good time around people, masked up, of course, and your boy won. You know what I'm saying? I, I won the first matchup. We played two rounds. I won one. The wife won one. Uh, I'm going to send you my swing so you can yeah. critique it for me because right. uh, I gotta I, I, I'm, I, I'm real short arm with that bitch because when I, I really crank back, yeah. I always miss. So if, right. unless I short arm it, I'll miss. So my shit don't go high; it just goes straight. Right, and that's 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 the most important part. If you go straight, you know how to find it. Yeah, facts, facts, <laughs> facts, man. So that was super fun. Then on Saturday, oh, the party continued. You pulled uh -oh. out some more. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the fun continued. The wife and I went out, uh, hanging out a little bit. We actually went to Red Robin for lunch uh inside i was a little nervous because like when we got you there it's like you beat me like that. I, ha I haven't dined in anywhere yet yeah so yeah you, i don't i don't think i'll be doing that again <laughs> uh, because at top golf that you know they got the doors open you know you get some free flow air you can yeah. kind of relax or whatever you got the got the games on so we go to red robin yesterday and uh like we get there, like there's like a 20 minute wait. I'm like, all right, cool, cause we, uh, uh, you know, we only let a certain amount of people in here. So we get in there, 
one person, one family over there. We're over here. Cool. We finally order. They sit somebody directly behind us. Right. We get our food. They sit somebody right there. We're right. eating our food. They sit another. I'm like, what happened to the, uh, we only setting 65 <laughs> people in this bitch at a time. So I'm like, all right, let me get an extra mm-hmm. round of fries, threw them in the wife's purse, and we bounce. I was like, we out. Right. This is getting a little too deep. Then right. the party continued. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Made a pit stop at the mall. Had to grab something. Because uh, uh, shouts out to the homie Hooper. He's getting married on Halloween. So, I, you nice. know what I'm saying? I want to be fresh. So, right. you know what I'm saying? I got me a little little something for that, for his wedding. So, you know, your boy was you outside know. the house, man. You was living this weekend. I'm proud of you. Yeah, it, it was almost like a normal world. So I wanted to ask, because this, this kind of happened at my weddings. How was Friday dealing with that first smack of cold that we got over the weekend? Because people that came in that in that wedding had on that summertime fine dress, that ceremony started at 7.50 on the outside tip. So it was a little nipply out there. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of things happening in these little small dresses. We'll just leave it at that. So it was... It was <laughs> It wasn't too bad for me. I was hoodied up. Uh, I just threw on a scully. I was cool because at Top Golf, you know, they got those uh, heating bays. So uh, we cranked all three of them bitches on full blast. So yeah. I was cool. So it really wasn't I, that bad for me. If I was thinking that I knew you was without that late, I would have stopped through because my wedding was in Mason. Oh, really? Yeah, I was down that way for the shouts to the uh what do i have holloway wedding on friday and the chanley wedding on saturday so shouts to both weddings i had this weekend great time uh great great experience i, I will say this though my friday wedding hey man we don't have no room to be talking about so i i want to officially apologize to the pod because uh okay. I, I i uh i, I kind of slandered slandered the Republican Party in my family mm-hmm. uh, about this social distancing and just doing doing right. Man, this wedding had a hundred, probably hundred and I think it's a hundred and seventy plus guests. I'm talking eight on eight east side, like big, big <laughs> wedding party. Uh now the venue was dope. It was a dope venue. They had the outdoor ceremony and they were it was a really big room. So they gave them like the big room but like really spaced out. So right. that that part was cool. But at these weddings, I've done probably only six or seven this year that, that, that I had this year. But at every wedding I had this year, it, it starts out like people walking in, filling out the scene, seeing who doing what. Right. This, this bar had, a, I mean, this wedding had a premium open bar. So when I heard 170 guests, premium open, premium open bar, and... Me and the wife have have learned either you're gonna have family coming or if you got friend tables, it's gonna be turned. If yeah. you don't have no no friend tables, you got might have a chance to do the right thing. But Friday was extra extra romified, no mask. <laughs> me, me, and, me and me and the wife me and the wife masked up heavy Friday. Saturday wedding uh, was out in Waynesville. That's a what like. Uh, I guess west or east of uh, Springboro, but way out in, I think it's east of Springboro, way out of uh, South Ohio. Yeah. And uh, that one, I pulled up to that venue. They had a Trump sign 
as big as like a billboard you would see on the side of the road in front yeah. of this like house. And like it was like a it was like a wedding in the barn. Now the barn was laid out, it was cool, everybody in there was cool, but the person that booked me for, that helped me get this wedding, her, her guest, me and my wife were the only black people at this wedding. So yeah, it was a lot of uh a lot of uh, side eyeing, people trying to figure out who I was, and a lot of uh, judging. And then the, the the sleeper, real quick, right after the ceremony, I'm only like 15 minutes into cocktail hour music. The best man walks up to me and says, "The bride asked for a little more pop music and no country tonight." And I'm like, "We in a barn in Landville, like <laughs> right." So, they 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 threw a little sleep around me, but we got through it and we had a great time and it, it turned out cool. So shouts to both weddings and uh wish y'all many years of blessings. For sure, man. Uh so I really want Dizzle's take. So we gonna hold off on the ice cube talk. Cause cool. uh I want a younger person's uh viewpoint. Yeah. Well he ain't even that younger no more, you know what I'm saying? That nigga twenty eight. He still got ten he tell he kid on us. We older. Yeah, but he's 28. <laughs> he creeping up on some real adult shit real real yeah. fast in a hurry, true, man. True, true, But uh, Rona. Rona is real. That's been, like, been the topic of this pod so far, man, from me yeah. going out in the streets amongst the Rona, you DJing in the Rona. Are we going to make it through the football season, man? Because yesterday, well, this week, Nick Saban tested positive mm-hmm. for the coronavirus, head coach of Alabama. Then he take enough tests to say, nah, I ain't got the Rona. So he able to coach on Saturday. So many NFL teams pausing and closing their facilities because people have tested positive for the Rona. Games are being moved. You know, last week we had Tuesday night football. Yeah. Uh, we had two Monday night games. I think we got two Monday night games this week. Like, the yeah. schedule is all out of whack because of the Rona. Right. Killer, are we going to make it through the football season dealing with this Rona? I still holding true to my no. If you go back, maybe I don't know how how far are we in. What's this? We five? Yeah, six. So one of them. So five, six weeks ago, if you go back to the pod, we had the same question, and I said I don't see how you have all these people. Like I never really played like like really competitive football. Played military flag football for my base, and that was cool. That's about my extent of football. But even that, three hundred pound men. 50, 60, 70 plays, you know, one from New York, one from Tampa, one from California, one from uh, wherever, Wisconsin. Like, these, these people live in different places, have different events going on, different things going on, everybody doing their own thing. More than ever, people are saying one thing and preaching one thing, but they right. live in another life. So, Facts. So the NFL, the NFL really has a, has a challenge just to be – I don't see how – the close proximity of football, the coughing, the sweating, the heavy breathing, the, you know, the, all this talk about particles out your mouth and nose and spreading. Like, I just don't see the, the recipe being for like, yeah, we got we got 16, 17 weeks and playoffs covered. Like, it just don't add up. So I, I've, I've always thought, no, um, I, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of each week so far, it's been two, two, two plus teams canceling practice. It's been. It's been just a lot of shakeups, so I don't see us making it. Man. I don't. I'm telling you, it's gonna be RG3 playing in the chip. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, man. I don't see it happening either, man. I just, it's just something very odd, odd about it, man. I, I believe like 
the worst possible thing that could have happened was actually Nick Saban testing positive for Corona twice and then him testing negative three times. Exactly. So he was able to coach. Like, I think that's a bad look. I think I was watching a ton of college football yesterday. Uh, Shouts out to my Florida State Seminoles. They got a huge win last night yeah. over the yeah. number five ranked North Carolina Tar Heels. And there's a moment in the game a big play happens or whatever, and they pan the crowd. No mass. Zero. No mass. All Florida all the way off. And Florida all the way back, right? They had a full house? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Dan Mullen. Last week, his team goes on the road to Texas A&M. Their crowd is jumping super deep. No mass. And he, you know what I'm saying, said, well, their crowd was great. Their crowd was uh, helped them win this game. I hope next week when we play at home, we're allowed to have our 95,000 fans in the stadium and then come up on Tuesday, oh, man, 18 of our players got the Rona. And then come yesterday, he got the Rona. So mm-hmm. it's like, yo, the Rona ain't dead. No matter yeah. what our our president, 45, says, no matter yeah. what he says, he he's immune, whatever is gone, it's here. It's still out here. It's worse yeah. now than it was back when we shut the country down in the springtime. So Do you think that can happen again? Here. Man. Do you think we can do it? Can 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 we do a second shutdown, or will there be a second shutdown of life? Because these maps, these maps is getting more colorful towards red. The winter months are hitting. The flu months are all the stuff that we talked about in the spring of saying, man, when it gets to these cold months, it could get real crazy. We could have skyrocketed numbers. It could be the next big bomb. Like it's starting to get to those months in that time. Right. But are they gonna? You know, I, so much of this world right now is is is, is dependent and, and, and leaning on November third being the crutch of all things. Like, we can't we can't you know safety. Uh, do we wait three weeks because of the election? If we shut it down now, the election gonna be crazy. Like you know, like they got right. a lot to deal with. So it ain't no easy job. I ain't calling it no coin flip and just call it. It ain't it ain't right. an easy call. But it's just a lot to deal with, and I just see. I don't. I think we will have another shutdown. My wife don't think so. I think we will. Man, my mom is thinking it's gonna be another shutdown. I was talking to her about it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, we supposed to have a, a distinct opinion on this pod, man. But I just don't know, man. And another yeah. thing about it, you, you mentioned the election coming up on November 3rd. Uh, early voting is open in Ohio. Make sure you get it done. Me and the wife are going next Sunday, bright and yes, early sir. to get that done. But, uh, you know, people have to realize, like, even if the election um, goes the Harrison-Biden way, the next day doesn't mean things get turned around or the Rona's over. You know what I'm saying? The Rona is here. Matter of fact, your guy, the king of the South, T.I., he had an album release party in a packed yeah. club in Atlanta. Packed. Yeah. No mask on. And I mean, like, you know, I, I'm I'm not trying to be like that guy to be try to be like fear-mongering and everything like that, man. But, you know what I'm saying, if you going to go out, if you got to go out, you got to be out here. You got, you know, cabin fever. You want to be amongst your friends. You want to do this. Please be careful. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, My... My biggest, my biggest worry that I've that I've had lately is the Thanksgiving. You know, these holidays, these these these. Some families are so about tradition and so about we do it this way every time. Like, 
you might not, you know, infect yourself. You might not infect your little cousin. You might not, you might not have it. But the combination of just people that, like, I fear the immediate family term will get, you know, used as like, man, that's that's my mom, that's my brother, that's my, you know, immediate. We always rock. Like, we gonna be cool. Like, if y'all don't all live under the same roof, you risking it. So it's just, right. It's just something to to really be mindful about and, and and think about because you know that could be you know the start of something bad within your your loved ones so you know just be mindful me and mom talked about it like we she might make something we, we might grab, come grab it go home and just facetime and have some you know facetime dinner zoom call figure out how to get everybody on the phone and just something different just yeah it's just it's just not worth the risk and, and no one wants to be that guy you know yeah saying? nobody wants to be that guy at all man you know Something I was going to mention is, you know what I'm saying, I didn't know my boy Reg, a.k.a. Boudet, man, for the shoot since 1997. You know what I'm saying? We see each other pretty frequently considering the Rona. You know what I'm saying? This is it. It's all you get. Matter of fact, when I went home to Cleveland, I went to go see my one of my best friends, Damon. I didn't know him since third grade. We've yeah. been best friends since third grade. Matter of fact, yeah. I've known his wife since first grade. Like, yo, this, so these like relationships go so far. But just because you've known somebody for so long, just because someone shares a bloodline with you, doesn't mean that they don't have the Rona, or, exactly. or you, or you don't have the Rona. You're not trying to pass it to them. Like you, you know, what I'm saying if these are truly your loved ones and these truly your peoples, you don't want to put them in harm's way. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And, and he's, you know what I'm saying, him and his wife, they've uh, done a vacation. But, you know, he's a house body anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't go nowhere, nowhere. they like, it's all about baseball with them and the kids. And that's <laughs> right. it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, they're not like people that go outside the house. But, you know what I'm saying, we was over there masked up to be safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's the only thing that I want to preach to people, man. You know, you got to see your peoples. That's cool. You know, mm-hmm. you, you go out of town. You stop by, you hang out for a minute. Don't be out there hours on end, dapping each other up, taking shots, yeah. uh, smoking the same blunt, hitting the same hookah. Like, let's be smart about it. Yeah. But back to the actual sports aspect, uh, I don't think we're gonna make it. I don't think we're gonna make it to full season, man. Like, I think I think there's gonna be a major stoppage in in pro football, maybe like for a yeah. week or two, so they can get a handle on it. And uh, I definitely believe that the NFL, if they can make it this far, they're going to do a bubble situation in the playoffs, just like they're doing in baseball right now Yeah. to, to make sure they get all their money because that's right. what people watch the most, you know what I'm saying, during the playoffs. That's the most important time, man. So yeah. that's where well, I'm at. One thing we are learning about this here is, like, the sports, they ain't trying to stop. Nope. And then – they go. They they got these billion dollar TV contracts mm-hmm. and money money galore that they ain't gonna just sit and watch somebody else eat up on yeah. on, pri- on prime time TV. So they are shooting all shots to get that done. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. Facts, facts, man. So another thing that uh, we heard come out this week: Swiss Timbo versus season two is on the way. What's some yeah. matchups that you gotta see for season two? So I got I got a couple little little gems 
first, uh, hold on, let me get to my list real quick. I want to make sure, I, <laughs> make sure I wrote this down. Should I say this right? Okay, first up, I'm going to say this. I want to see a hook battle. Okay. And the hook battle that I want to see is Chris, ba- Chris Brown versus Jeremiah. Not I would like to see. Bad. I would like to see because because Chris Brown catalog is a little is a little treacherous for most. You know what I'm saying? So, but but Jeremiah got a lot of solid hooks. So I just feel like you know it's only going to be twenty. They they can't they can't go past twenty. So with it being twenty, I, I just like that whole. That might be a nice little 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 winter time vibe. Little little hook little hook verses. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go next. How many you got? Yeah. Matter of fact. I got like three, three, three in the possible. Okay, I got, I got the same. I got the same. So, for me, this is kind of left field. It's kind of left field for me. It's not like a traditional matchup that you would think of, but like their eras really cross over very well, and that's something about verses that really intrigues folks. You know, DMX and Snoop are not the same type of artists. You right. know what I'm saying? Snoop is, a, you know, what I'm saying a gangster rapper or whatever you want to call it. And DMX is more just like a hardcore East Coast guy. So I was thinking about it. Who would fit that bill from back in the day? LL versus Ice Cube. Ooh. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Because both of them got a crazy catalog of music. Yeah. A lot of commercial hits from both yeah. sides of the... So I'm down for that. I'm down for a Cube-LL yeah. versus battle. What you yeah. got next? So speaking of like, you know, left field and crossover-ish, everybody pairs up, you know, most times it's been two guys, it's been two two girls, because it's almost like they don't put the, you know, who can who can cross over and be great. So they gotta be great. So I yeah. started thinking like I I kind of equate a lot of I don't say a lot, but a chunk of my music consumption became when I became chasing the gym being a DJ. And that was like oh five, oh six when I started having those thoughts. Oh six, oh seven when it happened. So I thought back like that time frame. I would want to see Drake go against Rihanna, bro. <laughs> singer Drake. <laughs> yeah, well, just I mean, yeah, because because he, he gonna have a singer hits. So just something like musically, just for that for that age bracket. You know, those are kind of some of the greats from that age bracket, and I wouldn't mind seeing a Drake and Rihanna just a little crossover, guys versus girls. You know, just the. You know, just to see, because they got a plethora of hits. I'll speak for Dizzle right now. This is, you know what I'm saying, Dizzle chiming in. Yeah. Because uh, he's not here today. For We don't know. Hopefully right. he's okay. But Dizzle right. will want to see Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. <laughs> for That's sure. That's exactly he would want to see. And you know for what? Sure. That would be, to his credit, that would be super entertaining. That would I be crazy so. entertaining. I agree. Uh, I agree. Another another one for me, which was rumbling for a minute, was Keisha Cole and Ashanti. I'm mm-hmm. here for all of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, especially Ashanti just celebrated her birthday, looking a one on the gram. Shouts out to Ashanti. <laughs> right? Keisha Cole. <laughs> Keisha Cole officially single out here. You know. Again. So, shouts out to them. <laughs> hey. So versus battle between them. I'm here for that. Nice. <laughs> Nice. What else you got, bro? So my third one I got, these are just like kind of like my personal. This is just really for me. I would just like to see it because these were probably the two most influential influential people that I listened to growing up. 
their music is stapled into my life. So I would love to see Diddy and Jermaine Dupri go at it. Ooh-wee! That would just be super dope for me, just the whole bad boy and that whole down south in Atlanta, the early 2000s, like just that every, all that is just what I would want. I would want Diddy and Jermaine Dupri just to go hit for hit. You bring up Diddy. Fun fact. I am doing the Rewind podcast. Shouts out to my brother AP, yo, my brother K. We doing Puff, No Way Out today. Hey. So definitely be hey. tuning in for that file later on, man. So that's going to be crazy. But another one for me, and this is on a personal tip for sure, 8-Ball and MJG versus UGK, RIP to Pimp C. Like I, I just think this needs to be a little bit more uh, down south flavor on there, not just like the yeah. down south stuff that you know what I'm saying that's like super popular now, but you know Ball and G and UGK, like those dudes were so prominent like in the '90s. So I would love to get some of that vibe going on there as well. Yeah. So my possible. Okay. My possible. I want to see Mike Will made it and just blaze. Please. That's not bad. You got some hate, bruh. I want to watch your list more than I want to watch my own. (laughs) I I didn't, you know, the old Kev, you know, school Kev would have looked at his homework assignment and did it the day of, day before, you know. I got my homework assignment a little early and went ahead and put some thought into it because I know I had a busy weekend. So I I took took some time and just thought about some faves and knocked it out. So I would like to see just a little beat battle. A beat battle would be dope, too. Okay. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Actually, I got two more. One, this really don't count because everybody want to see this one. But Missy versus anybody. Busta yeah. Rhymes versus anybody. Or I, I was Missy gonna say and Busta that. Rhymes. So I think that's for everybody. They want to see them in the verses. Missy says she doesn't want to do a verses. We understand, Missy. But we need this for the culture. We need man. Missy in this, man. So we yeah. and we also need Busta Rhymes in this. So them versus anybody or them versus each other. So we get yeah. that out of the way. But a sleeper, a sleeper, which which I personally think will break the internet. We talk, we use that term with uh, mm-hmm. women taking sexy pics, uh, crazy memes, just all types of crazy stuff. But right. this versus will break the internet. Jodeci and Boys the Men will break the fucking internet. Wi-Fi so, will crash that night. I... I was thinking of Boyz II Men and I was trying to figure out like who, like who could really go with Boyz II Men. Jodeci. Yeah. yeah. I mean like, yeah, that's probably the best way to go about that. Like Jodeci would be the one to do. What is this car doing? <laughs> oh, don't do the crash. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm outside, people. I had to come outside today. So this car creeping up on me. I had to look crazy. But Boyz II Men and, and Joe to see that would definitely Gladys Gladys and uh, Patty numbers for show for show. Crazy numbers, numbers more numbers. probably more. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think more. I think more. Yeah. <laughs> Dizzle, yo, what time are we rocking? We're on now. <laughs> the same time we always rock. Right. <laughs> he he'll be here shortly, huh? Right. So while like, we got you. While we got a little break, please yeah. subscribe to the You Can Make This Up podcast on all platforms, hey. SoundCloud, the podcast app on your iPhone, whatever you got to do. 
find a You Can Make This Up podcast with Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kevin A. Dizzle. And please subscribe, five stars, share. Try to do this for, you know, many just support. Back though, back though, back though. So where is Dizzle? Is he going to jump in? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Because we got questions. We got questions. Right. We need right. answers. Especially this Cube talk. Especially this Cube. Yeah, we got we got to get on that because uh, that was a uh, that was that was a while here the young man side of things here 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 what the young the young generation is talking about facts and you while, know normally, why we still got him young why we still got him <laughs> right facts because normally this would like we'll probably be like all right let's pause it and do an edit I'm not doing all that shit today no so, yeah we're two, <laughs> we two, we 216 in now you know what I'm saying they they get what they get you know? <laughs> right like especially in the middle of a pandemic this editing situation is not as easy as it used to be back when yeah. we had a studio you know, cats got setups in their car and their yeah. bedrooms. It's crazy. So we'll just go ahead and uh, where is the other topic? Where's the other topic? Nope, that topic involves Dizzle. His birthday <laughs> turned up. Uh, Cube and uh, yeah. So uh, what else been going on, bro? <laughs> so you know, I would like to ask you: Are you getting any more bike rides in this year? Man, or the, listen. Or is the bike put up? Because I'm back in the gym now. I, I, I saw got, that. Congratulations, I got, brother. I got back in the gym, so that's a little... See, but now I'm struggling because I'm trying to time it with the least amount of people possible. Right. So, like, I've, I've been going during, like, the football games, like, but I got YouTube TV, so I can just YouTube TV the game and not have to be at home to watch it. So, like, that 8, 30, 9 o'clock gym time has been cool. It's been real light. Nobody hardly ever there. I, I can even do my sauna time with only like one person. I've I've only seen one person thus far, <laughs> but these these are like the time of year where I like mentally be like, man, if I go hard and grind this out, I'm gonna have that summer twenty one that I want. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, but I always started, and then that cold always hold me back. Like that that day you wake up and it's twelve degrees outside, and you gotta drive to the gym. It's like that's your excuse not to. And I'm trying this year to not be that person. So I just wanted to know. Are you still going to get some workout in on this cold? Is the bike put up? Like, what you doing for your health? No, the bike is still out. The bike is still here. But the only problem is that I get off at 6. So I don't get home till 6.30. And yeah. the sun is setting. So I can't get out there right now. So yeah. the only way I can get out there if I go super early on a Saturday or super early on a Sunday. Yeah. Dizzle! Oh, He made shit. it! The birthday oh, be- shit! L- little birthday behavior, okay. Man, I was not, bro. Little, I told you, no call, no show. He had a little birthday turn up. <laughs> birthday, man. <laughs> no, just a whole lot of champagne, man. I was. I'm like, man. I'm hoping. I, I was thinking. I'm like, I looked at the text. I'm like, I don't think they said a time. I'm gonna just sleep. Think it's sleep. the same time, <laughs> man. <laughs> I was knocked. I'm like, dang, I hope they call. If I, if I don't hear nothing, I'm not, man. <laughs> I got, what time is it now? 11? So, damn. So, damn. So, since we just jumping right in, we got to see. How was your birthday, good brother? It was uh, it was super cool, man. I would say one of the one of the better adult birthdays that I've had. And I ain't even do much, you know. Um. Mom came through, and my mom is infamous for some horrible gifts. She <laughs> she came through with the two pack of socks, two pack of drawers, cookie cake, be essentials. 
Essentials. Yeah, and, and a few pairs of shorts, a few beat, clean beaters. So, mm-hmm. shit, that was solid. Um, my uh, wife's cousin came through with the Pumas. Okay. You know what I'm saying? New kicks. Um, shit, had, had a good shrimp dinner that night. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Was able to go shoot some guns yesterday, which is what I've been trying to do for the longest. Nice. And I was Where in, was man. y'all at? It looked like y'all was in y'all backyard, bro. Uh, my wife's dad got a like an acre or two, bro. He got some land. Like he, okay. he's he's leveled up. So, um, we just put up some makeshift targets in the back. He got hella space. There wasn't nobody back there. So yeah, we was just popping them off in his backyard. Off the ratchet, nice. Well, happy belated birthday, man. Thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, man. When are wheels up to Vegas again? Uh, the 30th, so it's super soon. It's like what two weeks, okay? So, wheels up the 30th. So, now I want to make sure we get this situated for the pod situation. Are you willing to do a 10 minute pod from Las Vegas? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now so we gotta get our time. We gotta get our time situation. We don't wanna uh, call you call you while you laying in the bed in a in a stupor or when you out there getting your uh you know what I'm saying, your happy ending. <laughs> yeah. right. you, wanna, you don't wanna interrupt anything, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, you set you set the time, you know what I'm saying? We do a quick five, ten minute pod basically just to recap what's going on out there in Vegas on uh yeah. November first. No, and, on uh, November first. Let me yeah. let me put that in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put the put the Asian persuasion on for the thirty first and thirtieth, <laughs> so we can so we can hear the story on the first. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the way I'm figuring it is, you know, what I'm saying you'll be out there on a Friday. You'll be out there on actually Halloween night. So that you know, what I'm saying that Sunday, you can tell us about everything that went down on Friday and Saturday out there in Vegas. A little quick, Have you ten ever, minute you ever with did? homie Jizzle. You ever did Vegas on Halloween before, Dizzle? This is my first time going to Vegas, period. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, got to hear this. I've been to Cali before, and that was my only West Side experience. So Vegas is the next West Side experience. I, I wish the Rona wasn't going on, because if, you, if your first time in Vegas would have been a normal Halloween, you would think that Vegas is, like, the Mecca. Like, that shit, that shit would be... Like, I have a friend that... His calendar involves Halloween, like the last ten years with a group of his friends, and he go every year because it's like, it's like the craziest weekend ever. Like he loves yeah. it, so yeah, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. I'm gonna have a little bread to spend too, man. These gigs has been coming through. I got one more before the before the trip, so I'm gonna be caked nice. up. Nice. Oh yeah, just a, yeah. Just a reminder, you and Steph on the pod, uh, the twenty six. Seven o'clock. I got that in my calendar. <laughs> okay, okay. We're doing that J. Cole shit. We're doing that J. Cole shit. Since, nice. since, since you forgot about this pod, this niggas out here. <laughs> what time? Just... The same time we've been doing this shit for. Man. <laughs> you know, we be having the switch up sometimes, man. So I was like, damn. I ain't seen no time on there. I was straight knocked, bro. My bad. My and I might go back to sleep, bro. I might go back. <laughs> oh, my Goodness, man. So, it's a uh, last topic. Last topic. Ice Cube. Mm. People trying to cancel Ice Cube this week. 
on social media. So basically, people not familiar with the situation, uh, a tweet comes out. says, thank you, Ice Cube, for working with the Trump administration uh, about your plan, about Black America plan and everything like that. Basically saying he's working with the Trump administration. And before even hearing Ice Cube's side of the story, uh, people decided to say, hey, man, we not watching Friday no more. We not supporting Ice Cube. Players Club sucked. We never liked you anyway, you punk motherfucker. All this type of crazy shit. Where was y'all at with this whole Ice Cube situation when you first heard it? Shit was, um... My thing is, I know... I feel like I know where where Ice Cube lies, and it was never, like, time to cancel him. You know, even before he was able to speak his piece, I already knew it's like, okay... We either got Joe Biden or Trump. Regardless of who wins, we still going to want and we still going to need some change for, for black people. Right. Yeah. So I was never one to. See, we might have to run the tape back, but I don't remember calling Kanye no, no coon or like, I ain't cancel him or, or Steve Harvey. <laughs> it's like, OK, if these are the people in power, we're going to have to work with them. Why are we not? I mean, why we got so much loyalty to Joe Joe Biden? You feel what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna have to figure it out. Trump could easily win just like he won the last time. So what? We just gonna throw those next four years away just because he a Republican? People people have loyalties and like they hold on to the the belief of titles and what they're supposed to do for you versus the actions that they are giving you. You know what I'm saying? So. The it's supposed to be <laughs> supposed to be the leadership that's supposed to be like looking out for you and doing right, but as we can see, that's not happening. So definitely agree with that. And for the record, I, I definitely did call Kanye a coon. I called him Kanye. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I I know I did. And I know I do. And uh, matter of fact, he did make it onto some ballots out there for president of the United States. So Terrible. take that with a grain of salt. Um, and then. Cube goes on CNN, talks with the homie Chris Como, and explains what happened. And basically, both parties reached out to ICE. Well, he reached out to both parties. The Trump mm-hmm. administration, the Biden administration. The Biden administration said, we really like your plan. Let's discuss further after the election. The Trump administration, they talked to Cube right then and there. And yeah. that's where the divide is. Now, I'll say this before I uh, flip this, flip it. For me, I have absolutely no problem with Ice Cube did, much like both of y'all are saying. Right. It's a situation where one of them going to win, and the person in power is going to have the power. And people will say, well, that's not how, you know, you actually get changed. Well, that is how you get changed because, you know, people think like, oh, man, the president can't do this, the president can't do that. But we're showing the president actually can do those things. It may not be the actual legal way of doing things, but he's Trump has been pushing things through for his agenda this whole time and with yeah. Congress. So, you know, Q, we as a black people just totally negate all the things that he's done for the black community already. You know what I'm saying? With, you know what I'm saying, people, keeping people employed. All that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We only see, like, the stars, like, you know what I'm saying, the Chris Tuckers, the Mike Epps, but there's tons of people behind the camera, you know, running the camera. 
uh, writing these scripts, directing these movies. So he's helping keep people employed. So we don't give him the benefit of the doubt. We just automatically go to cancel him. It's a situation for me where, you know what I'm saying, people are more concerned about, you know what I'm saying, who he's working with. You know, yeah. he's not working with Trump. Hey, man, right. he's willing to work with whomever is in power. Now, some people will say, well, you know, some of Ice Cube's uh, personal views, you know, he's down with the Nation of Islam and Minister Farrakhan and, you know, saying uh, anti-Semitic towards Jewish people and everything like that. Those things all may be true, but there's something that has been consistent through Ice Cube's entire life that we've known him is he's been pro, pro-black and he's been about black folks. And if this is one of the ways he can help the community of black folks, I'm with it. Now, yeah. to, play, to play devil's advocate, now that I got my personal shit out the way, to play devil's advocate, how do y'all feel that he's actually, quote unquote, working with Trump? Because I think that's like the thing, like people are pissed that he's even talking to Trump at all. The same way like you talked about with Steve Harvey. Why, why, why you really think he's going to do anything for him? You know what I'm saying? You're being used as a pawn. What y'all think about that? I mean, for me, for me, I think that the conversation has to be had if if it's ever going to be a change. He says something really powerful to me, like you know, less than less than one half of the percent of the people have any type of generational wealth that's black. You know, black people has a as a you know people, the generational gap between white and black is huge, and if that's ever going to change, you gotta talk about it. You gotta start doing it. But like, I am on the fence a little bit with. You know, the fact that he he posed a question and got a response. But you have to know that if it don't benefit Trump, it ain't going to matter as much. So, like, right. if, if, if the equation don't have some sauce in it for Trump, you know, and for Trump's agenda, like, I don't see it becoming a thing with the Trump administration. So it's like, yes, you are bringing life to it and you're talking about it and it's getting out there. And that's that's probably just as much, just as much of a goal as anything else. But you got to be doing it with the right leadership. And, like, I don't feel like this leadership really will do anything long-term for us. Um, I, I'm all for it, man. We got to apply that pressure. You know, it's dream-selling season. And we got to at least <laughs> throw our hat in the bucket, you know. Let them know mm-hmm. what we need. Let them know what, you know, would be best beneficial to black folks. And, you know, see how it turns out. You know, I think it was smart. I think um, what he said on the, the Chris Cuomo show was perfect. He, he doesn't belong to any party. You know, there's no yeah. he doesn't have any loyalty to the to Democrats, none to Republicans. He's for black people. And I can rock yeah. with that because I think I, I pretty much feel the same way. You know, at the end of the day, somebody is going to be president. And right. regardless mm-hmm. of who that president is, we going to need shit. You know, we going to need answers. We going to need change. So I don't give a fuck uh, what it's going to take, you know, if he's going to have to have another sit down with him. Hopefully he's able to apply that pressure, come out with what he really requested, what he asked for, and keep us updated. He said he's going to update us on what they respond with. So it's it's time to hold folks liable. Right. Yeah. That, that's for sure. So another part about it is, you know, the the fact that, Things that happened in, uh, I believe it was Virginia, where the last day to get registered to vote, they had a mystery situation where they 
ran out of power, so they weren't able to register all these people to vote. And it's voter suppression and voter suppression. And people are saying, why on earth will Ice Cube even talk to somebody who's trying to suppress the black vote, period? Where do y'all fall with that? For me, like I, I'm not a fan, like out of all this voting. Oh, like this is supposed to be one of the most sacred traditions in the country. It's supposed to be a, a, a sacred thing. And like, we've never heard of such problems until 2016. Yeah. And now 2020. And it's just grown in the last four years to where, like, I said this to the wife, and this is like my conspiracy theorist mind that comes into play sometimes. Working at the post office. And being seeing how close Trump is to the post office, uh, post post general, and all that stuff, it's not hard. Them the, the, those ballots and mail, they get a orange. You look on the back of your mail; it's an orange barcode, and that barcode it tells it where to go in the machine to get to the right carrier. Right. It's not hard for someone to go in there and make that mess up. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no reason a hundred thousand, whatever it was, fifty thousand ballots in Ohio in some county got missing or mismail like. These problems they never happened before. Like, why now? Why today? Like, yeah, I mean, the, you the, bring that up. It was a printing place in Pennsylvania that was responsible for absentee ballots in Ohio and Pennsylvania who they never completed the order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's so it's many people out there. Are coming out of nowhere. There's so many people out there that haven't got their absentee ballot. My mom and my grandmother got theirs already. Uh, my uncle actually took it to the Board of Elections instead of mailing it because, you know, saying he didn't trust the system to do that mm-hmm. for them. Um, I'm me and the wife are going to early vote uh, a week from today. Uh, we encourage everybody to go early vote. I, I just it's just something about an absentee ballot that I'm just not feeling. I'm not feeling. Yeah. The fact that I feel it. But I, I and, and my mom brought up this point, like the absentee ballot is great. Because it's almost like a take-home test. You get the ballot. Mm-hmm. You can go over it. Take as much time as you want. You can Google and read about the candidate and read about everything like that. Because we can be perfectly honest, man. There's a lot of stuff on the ballot. I, I try to be <laughs> up to date as much as I can. But, like, there's a ton of shit that I don't know. And there's yeah, a lot yeah. of people, you know, a lot of people that run unopposed on these ballots. Now, yeah. I mean, you can technically still vote for them because, all right, they're going to win anyway because they run it unopposed. Or you can write in a person. Or you could like, you know what? I don't like what you stand for. I'm not voting for you. So if you win, you're not getting my vote. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the precious things yeah. we do have as citizens is a right to vote and to hold our vote for people that we actually give a shit about. So that absentee ballot, I fuck with it that way because it gives you like that amount of time to do it. But it's just something about actually going to the polls, going to a polling place. I feel like my vote is actually going to get to the right place at the right time. Like, it's this absentee ballot. Like, when it don't you feel so, real. When you, when you, yeah, when you get your receipt yeah. to say, all right, your vote has been officially counted. Like, I just don't, like, those are one of the things, like, I never understood about, you know, the voting process. Like, when they start, but isn't you know what I'm saying? It, isn't this it precinct true, is too early to call and all that type of stuff. Isn't it true that absentee ballots aren't, they aren't counted until, like, they're, like, if it's a, tight race or something like did they get counted within the whole because we watch it on tv right. and the way it held them the mailing process everybody's ballot on the same day so i was like think, don't quote me on being, this don't call me on this but i think depending on when you mail it in that's uh, when it's counted 
Like Got if you. you get it mailed in to a certain time, then it's counted. But like if you Got like you. say you mail it in on the third, then right. like all right, we're not gonna count your shit until we actually need to. So which right, is right. fucking totally bogus anyway. Dizzle, yeah. you're younger than both of us, man. Do you think we'll ever get to a situation where we use our precious device to do our voting? Most definitely. It's coming soon, too, man. It's coming soon. You're developing it's, it? it? Developing it? Let me get some money in the stock. <laughs> and I, I got, a couple, got a couple bands for you. It only makes the, sense, man. We do that with mm-hmm. American Idol. Them votes be in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never heard nobody got cheated off American Idol, bro. Them votes come in the same day. Look, <laughs> nah, it's going Taylor, Taylor Hicks should have never won. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen, man. It, that's what we're leaning towards. That's if if my college course can figure out if I'm cheating on my exa- take home exam. There's got to be a way, bro. And of course, there's a way to manipulate everything. But right. if that's what makes it easy, if we can get a bigger turnout in terms of um, people register, actual people voting. It's gonna come down to that. It's, it's, t- it's technology. We, we in the future, damn near. So it's gonna happen, man. I hope so, man. With you and the wife planning on voting, man. Day Mon- of y'all Monday. Be like some day ofs. Oh, Monday. y'all going Monday? Okay. Yeah. Nah. We y'all look like some day ofs. Y'all look like y'all want to smoke. <laughs> if we don't go early, we probably not voting. So we got it on Monday. <laughs> There's no way we're going. November the third, absolutely not. Yeah, well, see, me and the wife, me and the wife going early, but she a poll worker, so I mm. think definitely gotta get it done, gotta get it done early, so I can be five minutes away or be in the parking lot, cause I just don't know. I, I just want to be around for the day if, if needed. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her. She already been out be, there, or, or she she just on November third? No, she's done. Uh, she's done poll since '08. Um, she no, I'm talking for for this election though. She she already been. You know, uh, holding down one of the stations or or not? No, not no, yet. no, not yet, not yet. She's uh, she'll be going out there on the third, but she's had to do some training and all that stuff. And we uh, we stopped by the board of elections this week, and she had to grab some things and talk to some people. So she, she's uh, she's really into it. Like she tries to get active and, and make sure that you know she is doing what she feels is, is important to her. I just told her, I'm like, you can't sit this one out. Like this one, kind of like you know. This one Mario could Rumble. be a little, yeah. This one could be like the cage fight you don't want to be at, you know what I'm saying? So, cause, cause I've heard some stories of uh, you know, lines at the early vote and just been a little energetic, you know, people, people clapping and people, you know, so social distance scoot back. So it's just been a lot of rhetoric and a lot of little uh, stories I've heard. So I don't want to, I don't want to be at work and have to hear that something going on. I'm 30 minutes away, so I'm, I'm gonna have to early vote and get that done. Look, I got, I got, a, I got a question, man. So, I think I saw something online that asked this, but it's like, why do black folks gotta have musicians as their political representatives? You don't see no other race. Uh, you don't see Jason Aldean, Carrie, what the fuck is her name, Underwood, <laughs> being a spokesperson for for the white folks' political. Uh, gains, but you, you, we got Kanye, we got Ice Cube. We do not have Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> we do not. Shit, have Kanye. man, you I, honestly, I, and I went on Kanye's uh, political site. What he's asking for ain't that off. You know what I'm saying? He's asking for shit this, week. Me, this week. <laughs> yes, this week. Yes, he, which might change don't, up. He might go on a different route next week. <laughs> that, that, that's a fact. 
If, but if yeah, I, man, it feels like we always got stable. Be, I will be on. I will we, never we got vote nothing for but somebody musicians. who says. I will never vote for a person who said slavery was a choice. I'm just, I just can't get down with that. Uh, no, uh, to answer your question, in my opinion, um, for black folks, it's always been like that. It's always, and it's always going to be like that. You know, we've always been, and this is something I talk to Kenner about all the time, and I try to stress this point about, you know, black folks in this country were looked at as entertainment. You know, you ask a kid, a little kid, what they want to be when they grow up, a little black kid, and it's, oh, I want to be a singer, I want to be a football player. You know, those are all forms of entertainment, and those are the things that we see people be successful, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. very rare that we say, like, see a little black kid say, like, oh, man, I want to be, um, I want to be a an attorney i want to be a doctor i want to be a construction worker i want to be whatever right. it's always something in entertainment i mean we look at this now where the influx of social media and social yeah. media influencers or whatever like they're entertainers you know what i'm saying we got you know what i'm saying pretty girls that host parties you pay them some money because they look pretty and they come to your party and host like like entertainment like that's how mm -hmm. It's always been, and I think those entertainers and sports figures have a <laughs> obligation <laughs> going down over there, Dizzle. Right. I think they have an obligation to the black community that they come from to speak up and to step up to be there because, you know what I'm saying, those are the ones that actually have power because power is money, and they're the ones yeah. that have money. Yeah, but damn, we, we feel like we got to rely on these non-political figures to speak for us. You know, LeBron James has done, an, I've thought he's done an amazing job throughout his career. Absolutely. Speaking up, but he's, at the end of the day, he's not a politician. You know, right. he has pool, you know, he has money, he has the influence. But I don't know, man, I feel like there, there's other people out there more equipped that we just don't know about just because, like, for what? I'm, well, I'm, you look at real quick, real quick. Uh, we look at you know, saying Minister Lewis Farrakhan. Yeah. Some black people fuck with him. Some black people don't. Uh, we can rewind to the civil rights movement where you know there was a divide between Malcolm X and Dr. King. Like it's always people ain't never happy. People just yeah. especially black folks, they ain't never happy. Well. Dr. King, he just letting them beat up on us, whatever. Yeah, I'm down with Malcolm X. He get he get he get it cracking. Like, man, well, that's not the way to go, man. We gotta do the political process. We gotta do it like Dr. King. Like, motherfuckers is never happy. So, like, look at Al Sharpton. Motherfuckers don't like Al Sharpton. Like, motherfuckers ain't never happy. Look, <laughs> shit. We had a black president, right? President Obama. Motherfuckers is like, oh, he ain't doing enough for black people. When President Obama was in office, motherfuckers expected him to go up in there and basically act like Trump is acting, but for black folks. That's what people yeah. wanted. That's what some people wanted. That's what, yeah. but like, motherfuckers just is never going to be happy. So right. the people that actually have money, like wealth, like a LeBron, like a um, Ice Cube, motherfuckers are listen. Like Tamika Mallory, you know what I'm saying? She's an activist. But she ain't got the power that LeBron has because she ain't got the money that LeBron got. Yeah. And like you know, even if you go back, like like some of these, the the, the thought for me, the thought of a non-politician getting into politics is like I love that idea. I love it when it's when it can be someone like you know that we can rely on, 
Now, that's the issue. You got to find that relying source, and I don't think we've found that yet. But, like, I mean, this happened throughout time. Ronald Reagan was, you know, athlete and an actor, mm-hmm. you know, that, that became president, you know, he, yeah. you know, and, and people, pe- people look for, for that leadership for people that they idolize and see. I more so look at it from the fact of, like, these politicians over, you know, my, I was born in 1982. So the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, all I hear is how much they have they haven't done for us. So as mm. much as we, we want politicians to do for us, I'm cool with them getting out of their cake job and getting out of their, you know, getting out of their country club and having to having to fight for their job and then maybe losing it to Dizzle generation or younger generation. Like y'all to me can be the ones that change all this shit up and make this shit what it's supposed to be about, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people get in these positions 20, 25 years. That that becomes for self at that point. You are yeah. no longer for the people. For the people. You in there for self. So Yeah. And another thing about these, you know what I'm saying, millionaires like a LeBron and like a Ice Cube, whatever, like to be perfectly honest, they can sit from the sidelines and watch. They don't have to get involved. They don't have to do anything. Everything Bags. LeBron LeBron built a school in his hometown. All the money that he gives away and donates and all the time that these people give, they don't have to do that. They're doing it because they want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They've made it. You know what I'm saying? They're billionaires. Yeah. They got money hand over fist. Like, they don't have to donate their time or their money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some people are like, man, man, that's a tax write-off. Well, even though, even if it is. Even I never got what people did rate. say that. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if it was a tax shit. write-off, so what? Look at the people he's helping. Like, yeah. so, like, they don't have to do this. Like, they've made it. So, the fact that they're even trying to help goes a long way for me, man. I don't, I don't, like I said, man, motherfuckers ain't never happy, though. That's why we always gonna be where we at, man, because we always divided. It ain't motherfucker out here. Ain't a person out here. Jesus could come back today, and motherfuckers will still find a reason to throw salt at this brother. Like, it's mm-hmm. just the way motherfuckers is, man. Motherfuckers is never happy. Facts. I don't know, man. We got it. We got it's about to be a uh, season finale, bro. October is <laughs> almost over. November the third is right around the corner. And then well, from November third until January, we're gonna see the reunion show because somebody got the food. Somebody good one. Act the food. Good one. Yeah, somebody that shit is gonna be wild, food. man. <laughs> that shit is gonna be wild. We recommend everybody go to the gun range and get uh <laughs> get strapped up, you know what I'm saying? Just get get well acclimated with a little weapon. Yeah. I fucked up my thumb a little bit. It's all gravy <laughs> though. Oh, injured? Low key. It's been uh, a minute because me and my me and my wife got our CCWs. Well, I took the CCW class years ago, right? How and long does every that process take? Just a day. Oh. Might have to get that done before the third. You get a good, uh, I think it's like a six or eight hour class. Like you're there all day learning, and then you shoot them at the range for part of that day. Um, but we, that was the last time we shot a gun, and was also the first time we shot a gun. So I'm like, yo, we got the strap at the crib in case of emergency, but we not real familiar with busting it. So I'm like, right. yo, we gotta get out there. She don't be want, she don't be want to go, and I'm not trying to go to the range by myself. But her dad was like, y'all, y'all come to the crib. But anytime I got some guns, too, come through. and We got space. We can bust. So we finally did it yesterday. And I I need to keep going back because that shit was, for one, it was cool. It was fun. And I liked knowing how to be able to just grab the shit, load it, cock it, and, and go when need be. 
But um, I wasn't even holding it right the first go around. Skill the sir. recoil, the recoil got <laughs> you my was like thumb. this. Great, great, no, great. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch sideways like they're doing the movies, nigga. <laughs> Hell, fucking uh, I was just I was holding wrong as fuck, and the recoil got me good. I was like, yo, I, my my finger was leaking. Ooh, me, yeah, me, me and a me and a military friend when we used to be out, like so we used to be the medics for like real world shit. Where medics carry nine mils and M16s, so we used to be bored. And like do try to try to do the movie shit, and I got really good at like grabbing the barrel and pulling the barrel off when somebody pointing a gun at you. Like we practiced that shit for hours at a at a time. Like Hell nah. then we don't you don't do it for fifteen years. It's probably trash now, but that was like you know getting familiar with your weapon. That's the most important thing is you know when having a weapon is being yeah not so much not so much having it, but having the confidence and and the know how to handle it you know what i'm saying that's that's the kicker because you can be in a situation where you need it and because you're fumbling and nervous and your heart going 180 and you're sweating and you're crying and whatever going on you gotta be able to control that too and that's you know that's where people get caught up just having the gun fumbling and those two seconds matter you know what i'm saying so facts that's why yeah. yeah we gotta get out there man like it took me too. It was taking me too long to reload the gun. Like I couldn't. It was taking. It was a whole sit down. <laughs> I couldn't get it, bro. But we we got a few clips already loaded, ready. But yeah, we we definitely gonna make it a, a regular a regular yeah. thing to get familiar. We was hitting the targets, you know. I was I was when it was time to bust. I was hitting. Right. But it took a little too long to get there. You know what I'm saying? That jump <laughs> that jumper release got to be quicker. Right, <laughs> Andy Glover, that six shooter. Look, hey. look, Just get you a shotgun out here with the Beretta nine. <laughs> just get you a shotgun. You don't gotta aim. You just gotta point in the direction, and it's gonna take care of the rest. That might be next level. I don't know if I'm ready for, <laughs> for the shotty yet. Speaking of shotty, I don't know. You got something else? I got. I know I'm late, so I had a lot on my mind. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> Your boy is on season four of The Wire. Mm. Hey! Yeah, I'm about to finish that bad boy up, man. That shit is lit. Ah, yeah. Episode. I'm still on season one, episode two. Damn. I, I cannot like. I don't know. I haven't turned turn. Now will be a good time because my, yeah. my weddings, my mom, my weddings have slowed down for the rest of the year. So I think now will be a good time to try and watch it one more time because I still haven't yet to see the why. It's, yeah, it's good, man. It's, it's good. I was just about to do some spoilers. I ain't gonna do no spoilers, but now nah, uh, you're good. It's, it's 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 been spoiled ten times over in my life. Okay, yeah, they just <laughs> I ain't popped. Gonna remember uh, no they just popped a <laughs> stringer, bud. Oh my god, I didn't think. I thought he was going. I thought he was going to be the one, bro. But yeah, man, everybody can get it on this show. Seem like <laughs> ain't nobody safe. Ain't nobody safe, man. Yeah, speaking of TV, man. Uh, Went on like a super TV binge last week. Actually, I'm gonna watch this uh, documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And it basically is for how these social media sites and Google, like, you know, if you type in, hey, I'm looking for uh, uh, trips to Vegas next time you jump on Facebook, all that's on your timeline is Vegas, 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 whatever. So they're basically breaking down how they basically feeding us the great. information that we want. And like, great doc. Oh, you watched it? Yes. Okay, that is that is definitely on the list for me to watch this, man. It's it's one of those things. I know I never finished the book about you know what I'm saying trying to weed myself off of social media, but like watching something like this might have me out here deleting apps, nigga. Yo, you, <laughs> always, 
you when you watch it the next week, your screen time is gonna be down drastic. Like it's, it's mm. gonna open your eyes to some shit. It's just deep. I'm gonna check it's it out. Deep. It's real deep. Y'all been watching Lovecraft? No, I, I've yet to get down. Yeah. It's good. Uh, I just gotta find time, man. You know, I really don't have shows that I only watch. Like I get deboed into watching things <laughs> in my house, and so that's like, why I know about Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. So, but like you know, <laughs> it's I, let me let me stop lying. Let me be fair. I pick what we watch, but she's not gonna watch stuff that she's not interested in. So, like a ton of like Walking Dead, she has no interest in that. So, the time that I do have to watch shit that I only want to watch is very limited. So, I yeah. always got to find stuff that she's down to watch too. So, hopefully, we'll be able to give Lovecraft a shot. I don't know, bro. It might be too left field for me. I think I'm like five episodes in, and it was just, it, I could, I didn't get it yet. You know, it didn't click. I don't know if I need to keep watching for it to make sense, but it was almost just too left field. So, I feel like that or worse. I thought I was throwing y'all alley you <laughs> for, for a topic to talk about because I, I got forced to watch this shit, so that wasn't even like nothing I wanted to watch. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with like twenty minutes of of human human activity and then like a flying octopus out of nowhere, like that just throws off my that throws off my entire television experience. So like, she she made me watch it because of like some of the you know topics and kind of the uh, what it, what it stands for and kind of what they're talking about as far as history. Lies and all that. So it's Jordan Peele. I I know it's Jordan Peele to a little bit after, but that's one of him. Part of it is cool. So I I I watch it for that. But if it was to go off tomorrow, like she's 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 all you know. I think it's season finale today or whatever. And she's like been whining for two days about that. And I'm like, I can't wait till we don't have enough to watch. Back yeah. to the, back to the golf channel. <laughs> I gave it a try, but I don't think it's for me, man. That shit was just a little too left. Yeah. You said you watched, uh, what's that show, Utopia? Dizzle? Euphoria. Euphoria, mm, Utopia, whatever. Good show. That's a good-ass show. You saw Zendaya won for that role. Yeah, I saw too. that. I saw that. So yeah. I might go ahead and, uh, we might go ahead and fuss with that. Oh, that's what I watched. I watched that, uh, that Meek Mill movie, uh, Charm City Kings. How was, was that? Good. It was good. She was real good. Like, and I, Meek did a good job, even though, basically, he's just playing himself. But, it's it's good. It's uh it's based off a documentary actually. Um, it's pretty good. Fuck with it. It's it's good. I will it's give you shit. this warning about Euphoria. You will see a lot of dicks. You gonna see some penises. <laughs> huh? Yeah. They they be showing they be showing a what's lot of wangs. The, what's the wang to boob ratio? <laughs> More wangs than boobs. Oh, <laughs> nigga. You will see some boobs though. And the weird part about it is you're going to see some boobs, and I had to Google the girl because some of these people, they play high schoolers, and I'm not trying yeah. to be, you know what I mean? So Right, little... like, I didn't even know Zendaya was, like, 23 now. 24. Yeah, we. I was just Googling her yesterday. She is uh, 24. <laughs> she don't look it, and so I don't look at her like that. So. I definitely do, but, uh, Was she the boobs in play? No. Oh, okay. She was not. It's this white chick, <laughs> and um, I don't even know. I feel weird talking about it because they play high schoolers, but they're, yeah. they're, they're of age. They're adults, but you will right. see some. Like I said, you are gonna see some dicks if you watch the show, man. It's a good show though. 
It's a great show. Dicks included, huh? <laughs> yes. How long are each episode? They 30, it's 40? A, no, it's an hour. It's an okay. hour. I think it's only like eight or ten uh, episodes in the first season. It's a good-ass show. I'm actually, that's one of the must-watch when it come back on. Um, we already know Snowfall is another one of those. Oh, oh, oh. But Euphoria, they, they, I give it. They, 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 they the Snowfall. Yeah, they back. Wait for that one. The way the way they shoot Euphoria, the way they do like it's about drugs and shit. So when they popping pills and doing stuff, the way they show their high is nothing like it. It's it's dope. There it is. I'm gonna go ahead and box with it. Put it on the list. Cause I ain't. I Dizzle. I, real quick, since you weren't here, your boy left the house this weekend. I was out in the street. I saw that. I saw that, nigga. What's up with that stroke? I don't think we saw any <laughs> Kevin Nash footage. Look. Y'all need to see it. Y'all just need to know I won. You know what I'm oh. saying? Well, <laughs> they say you were showing everybody else. I don't think I saw you with the nine iron. You saw the you saw the victory. That's what you need yeah. to see. Hey, I right. won. I don't give a shit what it looked like. I won. Right. I'm the Damn it. <laughs> That's funny. How much you spend? Oh man, it wasn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Probably like two hundred. Just three hundred. Right. <laughs> we, we split the bay. The bay was only like about sixty bucks. We split that. Me and me and Red split that. Had some food and wasn't nothing. Shit, okay, spend okay. more in gas than actually. You know what I'm saying? Anything. You know that shit ain't close. Facts. Yeah. But shoot, fellas. Till next yeah. week. You can't make this up. Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey Dizzle. Late no night. No show. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. Peace.